0: Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon and welcome back to Real Estate Investing Hot Trends. We're so happy to be seeing a lot of familiar faces today. And for one good reason, we've come to share what's going to be happening this 2021. Well, 2020 has been a roller coaster ride and everybody's looking forward to seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. So we hope that our array of speakers we have for you today will give some enlightenment on what's to come. So let me go ahead and share my screen. So here we go. All right. For those of you who are just tuning in, you might want to get, you know, a cup of coffee, grab a sandwich, just sit back, relax, and enjoy. So for today, we have this wonderful topic. It's recent real estate market information. So it's a compilation of all the great highlights of 2019 and 2020, plus what are to be expected for 2021. And we have this amazing lady in the person of Joyce Ray, who's going to be sharing to us her four decades of experience in the real estate industry now if you're new to zoom this is going to be a very interactive show so write down to the chat box below we'll be putting there some links and of course information about our speakers and you might want also to write in something you know your your thoughts and um and even your own contact details as we're gonna have a portion of that towards the end of the show, the online networking time. And later on, if you have questions, just write them down in the Q&A button found in the panel below. And towards the end of the show, we're gonna be picking up a few of the questions to be answered by our speakers. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome to Real Estate Investing Hot Trends. I'm Arthur, and thank you for joining us this afternoon. Hello, Um, Arthur. Oh, hi, Joyce. So great (laughs) to see you today. (laughs) Thank you. So I'm just going to do a bit of an introduction. And Joyce, probably in about um, 15, 20 minutes from now, I'm going to formally introduce you for your 30-minute talk. All right? Great. All right. So this is our timeline for today. So I'm currently doing the introduction, and I'll be introducing some fresh charts of the week. And we're going to have Steve's minutes for about five minutes. And we're going to have the micro trends in real estate in all major markets across Texas. And of course, we're going to be talking about our main topic for today, the recent real estate market information, plus... The 2021 predictions to be presented by no less than miss Joyce Ray with over four decades experience in luxury real estate and the last 10 minutes will be dedicated for question and answer and if you still have time at around six o'clock we're going to be giving a 10 15 minute window for everybody to tune in for the online networking time So who are we? Well, Real Estate IQ is a technology and data company focused on creating work-from-home automated systems for the real estate investment community. So for those of you who continue to work, to search for your next big deal in real estate, we might just have what you are looking for. And our vision, you know, success in life is all about positioning. So to stay on top of market trends so we can position ourselves to take full advantage and to nurture online networking and build strong relationships. Our mission is to empower your journey to freedom and success. And these are our work from home automated systems. First, we have the deal an- analysis with unlimited comps. So, if you'd like to search for properties of the same size, you know, same location, same age. So, this is the deal for you. If you'd like to go one notch higher, and you know, if you want to make and find your own deals, we have the deal finding, which allows you to search over 45,000 motivated seller leads. And we have premium. It already has keep trace emails, phone numbers. Just grab your phone and get your next big deal. And finally, we have the customer relationship management or CRM. Now, if <clears throat> it allows you to automate your investing business. And if you'd like a demo in any of our services, please write down your email into the chat box below. And we have someone connect with you in the next few days. So come and join the REIQ community, free membership. All you need to do is go to our website at www.realestateiq.co. And aside from this weekly webinar series, The Hot Trends, we do have another webinar that's happening every Wednesday that's at 5 p.m. Central Time. And that's the Successful Habits Book Club, where every week we dissect the classics. And for this month, we're talking about a book by Dale Carnegie. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's an amazing book. It's been written about 80 years ago, but still continues to be relevant today. So please come and join us next week. And this Saturday, we're having this big event. It's called the Synergy 2021. You know, leading the Synergy 2021 in its total fruition are 10 of the most notable names in real estate industry. REIQ's foremost flag bearers, who won Carlos Cruz and Becky Kruminga, together with Max Keller... Nancy Wallace Labs are all set to share their real estate investing prowess in finding and analyzing deals. Now, we're going to put the registration link and information link into the chat box below. If you'd like to learn more about that, please visit our site. That's already this Saturday, so please come and register and join us. And maybe also invite you to come and join us in our Passive Investment Program. So stay on top of passive investment opportunities in the Real Estate IQ community. So program benefits, networking opportunities, etc. Visit our site at realestateiq.co slash investwithus. And disclaimer, all information in the presentation is intended for educational purposes only. We do not offer investment, financial or legal advice. And here are the current hot trends affecting the economy and the real estate industry. You know, these are indeed unprecedented times and the best way to be prepared is to be informed and get informed at all times. So let's talk about the freshest information we got this was just released early today new residential construction based on december of 2020. well we all know that you know statistics and service like this come one month after so this is the december details that just came out today the u.s census bureau and the u.s department of housing and urban development jointly announced the following new residential construction statistics for december 2020. now building permits Privately owned housing units authorized by building permits in December were at 1,709,000. This is 4.5% above the revised November rate. And this is also 17.3% above the December 2019 rate. Now, housing starts, privately owned housing starts in December, <clears throat> we're at 1,669,000. This is 5.8 percent above the revised November estimate of 1,578,000, and this is 5.2 percent above the 2019 December rate of 1,587,000. Now, housing completions, which obviously is you know completed housing projects. They are now at 1,417,000. Now, this is 15.9% above the revised November estimate of 1,223,000. And this is 8% compared to December 2019. All right, so this is all good news. We are seeing there, you know, quite a positive rate on the side of the increase now let's go ahead and check the historical chart for new residential construction for the past five years so we are seeing a gentle upward trend since December of 2015 towards the end of you know towards the second quarter of 2020 we see a huge dip right there just as we were feeling in the presence of the COVID-19 pandemic there's been a full recovery in the third quarter leading to full recovery and resumption of the trend in the fourth quarter for 2020. And this is just for the new residential construction. Now on another matter, how about let's talk about business applications by the U.S. region. You know, we've been monitoring this for for 2020 all throughout. So just very briefly by region in the West, We've had around 13,560 business applications, and that's an increase of 15.3% compared to the previous year. And in the Midwest, that's business applications of 10,060, increase of 46%. In the Northeast, business applications at 9,170, that's an increase of 33.9% in the south where texas belongs we have business applications of 26,700 and that's a change of 62.3%. Now if you just like to focus on the texas state so for this state alone we have business applications of 5,300 and that's a year to year change of 60.1%. For the entirety of the US We've got a total business applications of 59,490 and that's a change of 41.8% compared to the previous year. All right. So this time, let me go ahead and share the floor to one of our amazing computer scientists in, you know, a partner in REIQ with over 10 years of creating business value through technology and software. Ladies and gentlemen, the owner of MadLogic, a full stack computer scientist and a Scrum Master, here's Mr. Jason Madden. Jason, the floor is
1: yours. Hi, um, so is Steve Minutes, Is he is he due to go first? Or I just want to make sure. Let's just go ahead with your slides first okay, then we'll get back, back to ahead. steve yep. all right uh, okay uh so yeah my name is jason madden i own a company called mad logic here in fort worth and i i'm kind of geared toward helping companies with the technology um so part of what i do with real estate iq is kind of present uh analytics of some of the kind of hot things uh previously i'd only focused on texas but now for as uh real estate iq does their expansion into different regions uh we're going to try and kind of go up a level and include more of the market that real estate iq covers so um what i'm going to show today is the available inventory uh the reason why i think this is important to look at is because um as we move through last year, availability and all markets kind of went down uh, and sales also went up. So there's a lot more competition in buying. And also there's kind of this, if you're three months or less, then you start seeing lots of prices go up. So um, all this information has been pulled from Zillow. They offer their data out there as long as you attribute to it. So uh, it's kind of let you go out there. So the first area I'm going to look at or show here is Texas. So um, all of the metro areas did see a decrease in their available inventory over time, and I go in the next slide um, show the exact numbers. But uh, you can see here, Dallas and Houston both had probably the most drastic dips. Uh, where San Antonio and Austin had similar dips, but numerically not quite as much. Uh, so. Looking at the different metros, average uh, Texas averaged about a minus 26% uh, inventory. So um, if you look at prices, you can kind of do some math, but the important thing here is looking at the number of sales versus your inventory. So um, again, kind of in that intro slide, I mentioned it. uh, So this is kind of where that comes into play. So the next market we'll look at is Florida. Uh, So there's a little bit, Few more increased uh, metro areas to look at here. So um, Tampa is actually the one that has the most volume. Uh, It decreased probably the most severely over last year. And then this other kind of tight section that has Jacksonville, uh, Fort Myers, and North Port Sarasota. uh, These all kind of drop similarly, but you see it's kind of a steady decline after we get past the summer season. So uh, Florida as a whole dropped about 22%. Uh, The one that had the largest drop is Fort Myers area. And then Orlando had the kind of, especially because it's kind of service oriented, it had the uh, least amount of change. So uh, moving on to Utah, Uh, Utah only has three Metro areas that we have access to. Uh, Salt Lake City has the most volume uh, and also it actually increased its available inventory by the end of last year while the other two uh, dropped. So I'm gonna butcher the name, Ogden and Provo, Utah. Um, so Utah as a whole in the metro area dropped by 33%. Um, and Provo saw a drop of most uh, with 45%. And
2: yeah, the market is hot everywhere.
1: The market
2: yep. is hot. Yeah, very, very low inventory everywhere right now.
1: Yep. So Illinois, actually, there's only one metro area available here. So um, this one pretty much is uh, the Chicago area and it itself lost 28%. Um, and then finally, we have Georgia, which uh, has two areas that we can track, which is Augusta and Atlanta. Um, Atlanta dropped about 20 percent and Augusta dropped about 36 percent uh and then overall in Georgia was about 21 percent so um so if you're interested in more specific to Texas I have a webinar dedicated to that for an hour we have a lot more information available uh for that one and uh always looking to grow and expand what we show here. So if there's any topics you'd like to cover, uh, please let me know. And uh, yep, thanks for again for the chance of being on. All right, thank you so much,
0: Jason, for the wonderful presentation. Now, for those of you who love charts and graphs and numbers, you know, Jason Madden has his own show, which is um, happening almost every month in the company. So if you'd like to catch him, uh, you know, go solo with his webinar just go to our site and you'll see there his future webinars. Thank you so much Jason. And now how about let's move on to our main topic for today. I am so excited to be introducing our wonderful speaker. You know, we've been having this show for for almost a year already and we are pleased to share with you our one of our most notable speakers today. So ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead. For more than four decades, Joyce Ray has proven herself indispensable in the refined world of international real estate. She is nothing short of a legend. Among her celebrity clients, her professional colleagues, and the community she serves, one of the most respected respected names in top tier real estate worldwide. Ray has amassed nearly five billion USD in career sales. In twenty nineteen, Ray had record record breaking year, including the sale of the Perencio Estate, Chartwell, the most expensive property exclusively listed in the United States at the time. With a dazzling list of accolades, awards, and sales records, she is known most of all for her incomparable knowledge of the luxury marketplace, her acute ability to negotiate even the most complex transactions, and her particular talent for putting clients at ease. It is Ray's commitment to integrity, innovation, and attention to detail that has led to her iconic status. Along the way, her name has consistently been included on the best of lists for both her real estate production and her personal and professional influence. Again and again, she has topped records, including some of her own, for the highest sale price ever. Among her recent accolades, Joyce Ray is designated one of the Los Angeles 500 most influential people by the Los Angeles Business Journal, and named the first lady of luxury real estate by the Chinese media, described as a billionaire broker by the Hollywood reporter and called the grand dame of real estate by the Los Angeles Times. Joyce is also ranked as, you know, she's in the top 20 luxury brokers in LA County by the Real Deal Los Angeles. Her experience and insight into the high-end market is frequently sought and quoted by the media such as Forbes magazine, The Wall Street Journal, and The Today Show. She has appeared on many TV shows such as E! Entertainment News with Michael Corber. CNN's Money Shots, and multiple foreign television shows. Despite the demands of her business, Joyce remains passionately dedicated to civic and philanthropic projects. She served as the Southern California Executive Board for UNICEF, the Los Angeles Library Foundation Advisory Board, and the Coldwell Banker Community Foundation Board. She has also been actively involved with the Music Center's Blue Ribbon and their board, the St. Joseph Center for the Homeless, and the Children Uniting Nations. Joyce Ray has been honored by the National Women's Political Committee, the Anti-Defamation League, the American Cancer Society, and a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Los Angeles Board of Realtors. She is actively involved in the Women Presidents Organization and has long been an invited member of the prestigious trusteeship of the International Women's Forum. Now, there's a lot to know about our speaker, so let me go ahead and play this short video for more info. Jeff?
2: Joyce Ray is one of the most respected names in luxury real estate worldwide. A legendary producer with an incredible four decades in the business, Joyce believes that innovation, total commitment and integrity equals success. She has amassed
3: over $3 billion in career sales. One thing that has not changed in my 40 years as a realtor is my passion for the business and how much I love matching. Just the right client with the perfect house. Every Westside neighborhood, as well as price range, are represented
2: by Joyce and her outstanding team of professional realtors. Digital marketing and worldwide public relations are an important component of her success. Her passion for the business, dedication to her clients and extensive knowledge of the luxury market is beyond compare. Please call Joyce for counsel on all of your residential real estate needs.
0: So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, here's our main speaker for today to talk about recent real estate market information plus predictions for 2021. Here's Joyce Ray. Hello
3: there, Arthur. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. We're so happy to see you.
3: Well, I'm happy to be here. And my goodness, that that introduction. I think you 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 possibly overdid it. <laughs> Thank you, though. Thank you.
0: <laughs> You're so, most welcome. Uh,
3: well, you know, it's it's always great to bring good news. And 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 really, I have nothing but good news to talk about. Um, I think the most, we're, we're very careful at Colwell Banker to carefully analyze statistics and it's interesting because that's what you're all about is statistics. And I, it's very important that I head the Global Luxury Division for the company in Southern California. And our attention is based on tracking what is happening as it's happening. So, we have regular get-togethers and we have one person tracking sales both on and off-market. In the last year, there have been a significant number of luxury sales that have been off-market. And so, you know, it's not just a question of looking in the multiple listing service or looking at Zillow because those don't necessarily tell you the whole picture. So. In the last year, in our careful tracking, we have discovered that, and in comparing 2019 to 2020, we have discovered that sales over 5 million are up 26%. Then, if you jump up to 10 million, now this is West Side, this is the Beverly Hills. Malibu, Hollywood Hills. This is the entire West side luxury market, which is one of the strongest in the nation. So that's up 26. When you go to 10 million, you get an increase of 27%. Then when you go to $20 million houses, it jumps to 37%. So in other words, in our marketplace, Comparing those two years, there are 37% more sales in 2020 than 2019. But the interesting thing is when you go beyond 20 million and you set 30 million as your minimum, it drops, it drops by 11%. And if you put 40% in, it drops by, uh, 30%. So Obviously the volume increased overall in luxury, but when you get to the ultra luxury, it went down in terms of volume. But the interesting thing about that, when you analyze that ultra luxury segment of the market, which we're very focused on, that was unbelievable. Last year, there were $300 million sales, plus the biggest sale ever in California was completed by Jeff Bezos, a marvelous estate, a famous estate, the Warner estate. He paid $65 million for that. That was highly publicized. It was not a confidential, it's almost impossible to keep these sales confidential today, no matter how hard you try. Um, But that of course was a record breaking and it beat my sale that I had done a few months earlier on the Chartwell estate. Uh, then there was a sale in Malibu at hundred million. And there was a sale, uh, of 125 million in Beverly Hills, a fantastic property on six acres with unobstructed views. So to have $300 million sales in one year is amazing. Even though the volume itself was down by 30% for those sales over $40 million. So it's kind of a little incongruent that you have these record sales and yet the total number of them was down. But you do have a small sampling and you know with statistics when you have small samplings, they're not as accurate as having a large sample. Um, And then the beginning of this year has been unbelievable. Uh, I checked with our uh, corporate office in terms of the first two weeks of January and the first two weeks of January in terms of volume are up, uh, let's see, let me double check this number. I think the volume is up approximately 40% over 2019. And by the way, 2019, we thought was great when it started last year uh the both the the beginning january it seemed like everything was going great but it's up 40 percent. but the the sales volume the actual sales volume in other words the numbers are up 512 percent i mean that's just unbelievable so uh uh everything looks so positive at this point for this year the year has started out better than ever than we've ever seen those first two weeks. We've never had such a high dollar amount or a high number of transaction volume. We've never had that before. So it's, it's really exciting times for real estate. And you know, typically Democrats are good for inflation. And of course, inflation is good for real estate investment. So the political scene seems to favor us uh, I'm assuming we'll keep our wonderful low interest rates hopefully we will and you know in and of course what you what's uh, is was it uh, Jason was on earlier he was talking about the limited inventory around the country well of course we face that here we have very limited inventory that's one of the reasons that so many sellers will say to us well I'm I I think I might sell my house if I can get this exorbitant price because they see that they see the price is rising so they may not want to put it officially on the market but they want to try they want to test so uh, uh, I feel so good about the future Uh, I just I can't get enough listings because the inventory is 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 so limited and, uh, and obviously, in a limited inventory, you definitely want listings. And I've always loved working both with buyers and sellers, and making that match. It's it's very exciting, and I love the hunt for the perfect house. So, uh, but it's it it, it it it's a difficult market now because you know the competition is keen amongst the realtors. So uh, I would say that. Uh, real estate has become uh, more competitive, Uh, the more education you have, uh, the more preparation you do. And and now the most important thing is really your commitment to your profession. Many people enter our business with the idea of doing it in their spare time. That absolutely does not work. Uh, It is a full-time profession. And and with the proper commitment and diligence and preparation, and you can do extremely well. But it's 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 not an easy business because it is uh, there are so many aspects to it. Uh, but it's an exciting business. It's one that that changes it, every day is different. It's so exciting to be part of this wonderful industry. Uh, I've, I've watched it change over the years. When I began as a realtor, we had our contracts were were one page, believe it or not. And uh, I mean, and of course we didn't have, we didn't have any of today's technology. My real estate ads were two classified lines in the in the Los Angeles Times. And no one even photographed their listings if you can imagine that. So there was no marketing. Uh, we were very local, there was no, I don't think anyone sold a house to an international buyer. Uh, We just didn't. So, you know, I've watched this tremendous change. I love innovation. I love embracing innovation. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons the Chinese media noted me as the first lady of luxury real estate was because I went to China in 2010. And I knew that that was a market that I wanted to tap, and I went to an art gallery and I projected photographs of my listings on the walls of an art gallery. And I invited all of the people that frequented that art gallery to my presentation. Uh, I called a a press conference and met with all the, the press who were interested in business, the business press of China. And I had a very successful trip. And as a result of that trip, I, I made several, uh, s- several transactions right away. And uh, so I'm, I'm and, and again, that was innovation. After I went to China, many other people went to China. So it's it's interesting. And back then, I even met with a couple of billionaires in China. And in 2010, there weren't nearly as many billionaires as there are today in our world. Uh, so it's it's you, you kind of have to be on the cutting edge. And and, and knowing your statistics and what's, what's happening in your field is critical to your success. So uh, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted me to cover, Arthur. Mm. Uh, you let me know if there is.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Joyce. Well, I'm sure that some of our panelists have a question or two. Um, to you um, overall do you see uh, probably I'll throw in the, the first question since you've been in the real estate for for a couple of decades now do you see um, some similarities or differences with other with other black Swan events like the 2000.com bubble and you know the housing bubble in 20, 20, 2008 and the pandemic right now where there was a, um, an initial crash but eventually it, it, it rose up um, to greater heights as what had what we had seen in the 2000 and 2008. Do you see the same thing coming for, for, for 2021?
3: Well, I mean, you know, each of the cycles that I've experienced, you know, have been so different. In the 90s, which was the real downturn, uh, you know, the savings and loan crisis kind of generated that. But, you know, from basically 90 to 98 99 prices were were declining i mean we really went through a very tough time Um, the the great thing about my business is that even in tough times usually wealthy people are buying so uh but it was a very tough time overall for the real estate market then of course 2000 hit and then you saw this tremendous escalation uh, and then 2007 was probably the top, tip top. And then we had that, the worst crash. I mean, we didn't sell a house for 30 days. It was horrifying when that happened. Uh, but, you know, and that was gradual coming back. I mean, 2000, 2009 was probably the worst, 2010 was slightly better. Uh, my partner, Stacey Gotula, and I sold in 2010 the most expensive house in the United States at that time it was only 50 million dollars so you can see what's happened now the record sale in the entire country is for a condominium in uh, Manhattan and that is 232 million dollars so look at the difference in those 10 years of what the most expensive sale is at this point point. and uh, so it's it's interesting that now, of course, the COVID thing was short-lived. We, all, When it first hit, we had to stay home and we, I mean, we fortunately, we were essential business, at least in California, I don't know if that was nationwide, but we were able to continue our business. But very few people wanted to go out and look at houses and sellers all wanted to take their houses off the market. So that first month was terrible. But, you know, it was interesting, even then, I, I was interviewed at the time about what I thought. And I said, well, there could be a silver lining here because we're all staying in our homes. I, you know, I've never spent so much time in my house before. And I'm loving it. I love my house. But I'm never, normally I'm out working all day, every day. I'm out every night. I'm never home. So all of a sudden here I am enjoying my beautiful home. And I figured everybody else is doing that too. And guess what? If they can afford it, they might wanna have a bigger and a better home. And I was absolutely right. Everybody wanted to move up. If they had a condo, they wanted a house or they wanted a bigger condo. So it was like unbelievable that, that prediction, I was really right on the money there. I, I always stray away from predictions because I recall back in the 90s when the market was going down, and I met with people, I would say, gee, maybe you better not put your house on the market right now because the prices are, are down, you know, maybe you should wait until next year. Well, next year was worse. So, I, you know, I always am hesitant because it's so hard to really know, because as I say, each cycle has been so different. Uh, it, I mean, it took, took a lot of years really to come back uh, from the 2008 crash. But of course, that was also uh, uh, and, uh, a worldwide situation. And, and this is too, the pandemic is too. But the pandemic focused on the importance of the home. And, and, and that helped the, helped the residential real estate world.
0: Thank you so much, Joyce, for sharing your insights on that. So let me just go ahead and give the floor now to so our question and answer princess, Eliza, the floor is yours.
2: Thank you, Arthur. By the way, Joyce, this is uh, a great topic. You you discussed it, um, the, in, the insights are very informational. By the way, I have a question. Um, what are your tips for the first-time real estate uh, investors to be successful in the industry?
3: You know, real estate is, has a lot of factors and the most important is knowledge. And when you go to make your investment, you need to know every detail about that market. You need to know every detail about that property. You need an expert realtor guiding you and someone who knows the market, knows the neighborhood knows. I mean, whether it's no matter commercial, residential, industrial, whatever investment you plan to make, You need to be guided by an expert that can give you proper counsel. And so you have all the facts and you know what you're doing. So I would say that's the single most important thing is to have an experienced professional realtor guiding you. All right, thank you so much. Um, Now I'm gonna give the floor
2: to Jason for his question.
1: Okay, yeah, so I was curious, do, the foreclosures and evictions and rates, rates kind of related to that, is that the same as the national averages or does it track differently with the luxury market?
3: Well, we haven't, in this market, we haven't seen a lot of foreclosures. Right. Uh, we, we saw, well, We there was a huge amount back in 2008. That was it, okay. that was, the, the brokers in our office that specialized in foreclosure were the ones that made the most money that, in those years. So uh but now you know the luxury market it's very rare that you see a foreclosure. Very rare.
2: All right, for the next question, um it's from Juan Velades. Juan. Uh, You're muted.
4: Hey Joyce, thank you for the presentation. That was that was that was amazing. I I really uh the information that came across, I was thinking I couldn't keep My hand was hurting after I couldn't write as fast, but so I really appreciate (laughs) it. Um, And and so you might've answered this while I was writing and I didn't capture it. But do you see the, um, how do you see the pandemic affecting long-term housing markets? Um, Let me tell you that. How How do you see the pandemic affecting the housing market? In the long term, if 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 uh, if this continues for another six eight months,
3: I'm sorry, I got an incoming call, and I, I should have turned my phone off.
4: That's okay. I can repeat the question.
3: I'm sorry, you just blocked out. I think what you you were asking me was the long term uh, the long-term effect and I think it's positive. I think it's so positive.
4: For, 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 for investors or for homeowners or both?
0: So we're just gonna give um, Joyce a minute to get back to us. So this is the question oh, and answer portion. Sure. So everybody is.
3: Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't yeah. know what went wrong here.
0: <laughs> it's uh, okay, he asked Joyce. about
3: the long-term effects, and I think it's all positive. I think the how home, because all of the people have learned they can operate their businesses pretty effectively from the house. I, I, as a realtor, I always loved going to the office because I felt it was more professional to be in the office and in a work environment and around my colleagues and my staff. Um, But, you know, we've managed pretty successfully without being in an office. And a lot of people are going to prefer it. And so as a result, if you're working from your home and you have a great home office, you know, you may not, you may be able to save money and not rent an office. And, and, and that's probably going to be the long term. Uh, it's going to hurt the commercial residential field, but it's going to help the residential field. That's what my prediction would be. Okay.
4: Thank you. I, I appreciate that.
0: So we're gonna be encouraging all our attendees to throw in a question. Is that every day we get to have someone like Joyce Ray talk with us? So let me go ahead and throw the next question. Um, you know, Joyce Ray, when we talk with real estate investors or anyone into real estate, it's always about you know getting profit in the long run. And I've seen that you do profit side by side with civic and philanthropic projects. So do you think that also contributed to your success? by giving back to the community?
3: Uh, well, I, I, I imagine it did, but the, you know, you, you get the greatest satisfaction, Arthur, from giving back. It's it's, um, it, it, it's something that's always kind of motivated me. Uh, uh, in, I mean, I've always been involved in things outside of my main activity. If it was when I was at the university, I was in student government. Or uh, when I was a school teacher, I was the pep club advisor and the faculty social chair. When I was, I used to teach business law before I was a realtor. So I've I've always been involved in a lot of things. That's just just me. I have a lot of interests. I'm intellectually curious. Uh, I love people. And, uh, and I love helping people. Uh, and you know, it, it, there's so, so much that needs to be uh, improved in our world. And I, I, I really believe in the fact that we, we should try to leave this world a better place. We should try to do what we can. Everybody has a different ability. Everybody has a different, but the, the importance of empathy, the importance of understanding others and trying to help others I, the person that really benefits is you because you feel good about doing it. <laughs> so uh, when things go well, when I, when a, a charity I'm involved with is successful and they raise a lot of money, or I mentored a young, a young man in foster care uh, for eight years, and he ended up uh, in, in such a good place, he, he said to me, if it wasn't for you, I might not be alive today so you know it's i mean that gives me the greatest satisfaction that i know that i've managed in my lifetime to help others and i, I want to do more of it i just accepted the co-chairmanship of the executive board of the unicef for the next two years so uh and i encourage everyone to do that because it it gives you a more rounded uh, uh life and it gives you great satisfaction
0: Thank you so much, Joyce. And I think our other panelist, Juan Valades, you know, you're on the right track. Based on what Joyce has said, Juan, you know, you're a teacher. You're getting there. You're you're into real estate now. I can I, I can see that 30, 40 years from now, you're gonna be just like Joyce Ray. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I, I I appreciate the compliment. I don't I don't know that I'm on on that trajectory, but but I appreciate the 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 the. Even comparing me Because that, that that's a very good compliment So thank you very much for that, Arthur
0: Thank you, Juan So we still have a few more minutes um, If you have any question for Joyce Please write them down into the chat box below All right, Liza, do you still have a question?
2: Yeah, um, I have another question for Joyce um, What do you prefer for the... Um, for the current market nowadays, um, what are the mo- more selling um, category for you? Um, the multifamily or single-family homes for investments?
3: Well, my specialty, of course, is luxury and ultra-luxury. And uh, what we see the, the consumers today looking for um, is uh, instant move-in. In other words, they they want, that's why the developers are, are in the market, because they are delivering a product uh, that is sought after by today's demand. Everyone loves to be able to move in with their toothbrush and not have to remodel, not have to paint, not have to decorate, not have to do any of that. So, I mean, obviously there are some people that are willing to do that, but the 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 premium is for that move-in condition home and um and and we have a big demand for that we, the, the majority of people definitely want that
2: um for the audience, um do you have any questions
0: I love that move-in condition home. Yeah, that's something. That's something that's um, you know it wasn't coined like that before, but um, now that hearing it, it, it does make sense that a lot of people want to have you know a finished product basically. So a move-in home is that def- it does definitely makes sense. So if there are no more questions, I, I have a question. Oh yes, question.
4: one. Well, it, it's really not. It's really not a question. It, it's. I I coach a lot of I coach uh, entrepreneurs into um, in how to maximize their their potential and you know one of the one of the the biggest issues that I that I work with with some of the entrepreneurs is you know I, I I I don't have time or I can't because I need better time management um and and just just in I would venture to say that 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 Arthur probably just touched the very tip of the iceberg on all of the all of the organizations, work, events that you've participated in. And then, right now, you just mentioned when you were in college, you were in in, in government, student government, and and so on. Is what can what what advice could you give um, young entrepreneurs? who who seem to believe that, because one of the things I say is like, give me three days of, and just write down everything you do. Just, you know. Um, and, and then I usually find about two and a half, three hours worth of time where there we're just kind of hanging out, you know, looking at social media, <laughs> and those kinds of things. And it's like- I, it's I like believe
3: in making every minute count. I, I wanna, you know, even if it's an, you know, a pleasure, whatever it is, I, 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 time management is extremely important. And uh, most people, you're right, it's interesting. You have them journaling and they you figure out, gosh, I, th- I wasted some time here or there. No, I'm very organized every day. I try to plan my day carefully. I, I try to you know, accomplish as much as possible in every day. So, uh, and I delegate, I try to delegate. I have a wonderful staff. I have an assistant who um, handles my transactions and kind of runs the office. I have a wonderful assistant who does my calendar and helps with my charities. Uh, I have another assistant who's worked for me for 30 years who does my personal, um, uh, you know, anything personal I need so I don't have to run errands or do some of the mundane things that take their time consuming. So I'm freed up to work on my business. And then I have a wonderful marketing director who focuses on my social media uh, helps me with the ad deadlines, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then I have an assistant who helps on the weekend, and she's kind of jack of all trades on the weekend because, of course, as realtors, we work on the weekends. So I have organized my office in such a way that I'm able to be as productive as possible.
4: And and, and, I, and th- that, that's one of the things that that I that I you know struggle with when I talk to, to folks is, is that this is a conscious effort. It's an everyday, you know, if you wake up, if you wake up every morning and you just wake up to the day and it's great, but you don't have a plan, it, it, it becomes- When I, it, it, It's
3: true because for me, for instance, when I have a day where I don't have a lot to do, then I, I'm i immediately thinking of all the things i put off or what I should have done or or, or new clients I should contact, or, or whatever it is. But if the calendar isn't booked, then I book it. And that's right. what it boils down to. Yeah. And, and, and one I- thing that I've done during COVID, which has been just great, is I've tried to book uh, a walk in the neighborhood. Just, you know, that was obviously not something I could do when I was working at the office, but now I can just walk out my house and walk in my neighborhood for 40 minutes and I'm out of doors, I'm in nature, and I'm getting exercise. So right now, I I've, 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 I can't believe it, but I weigh what I weighed in college. So I'm very proud of myself, but that was because of COVID. I would have never been walking every day otherwise.
4: And, and I really appreciate you just stating that because that's one of the things that, that, that um, a lot of folks that I work with, including my wife, when I say you have to schedule your downtime, and it's like, yeah, but that just seems so boring. And you know, we have those conversations, and it's like, the discipline helps you get more freedom, and, and it's one Definitely. of those kinds of things. So I appreciate you sharing that because I'm probably since we're recording this, I'm going to ask for it because I'm probably going to play that little snippet for my wife later, <laughs> so she can see it. And and like I said, I, I I appreciate that 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 you shared that fact because I think a lot of people saw COVID as this. You know, we have to stay indoors and we have to just... Uh, well, don't
3: forget, we have less traffic when we do go out of doors and we have to go out of doors. I mean, there are some wonderful things about it. I mean, it's, as tragic as it was and the loss of life is unimaginable. Um, but, you know, there were some positives that came out of it. Absolutely. So, um, I, you know, it, with, it, with everything in life... I think you've got to focus on the positive. You have to wake up in the morning and be grateful for what you have, and and focus on the good things in your life. And that's the way to to keep yourself sane.
4: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for and I and I know I kind of overtook that. I apologize to everybody. Uh, so, but I appreciate the the you, you sharing.
0: thank you so much thank you so much Eliza for facilitating the question and answer portion thank you so much guys for taking the time thank you so much Joyce we've learned a lot thank you for sharing to us your knowledge your insight and your personal experiences and you know um, personally I've been inspired that you know you have to start somewhere to get to 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 your goals and to your dreams and with you right here you're a testament that anything's possible so for us small-time real estate investors you know we start with one house two houses you know we've we've never imagined that it's possible to go worldwide to go into international real estate but with you with us today you know you have just opened a door a window of possibility and we're going to look into that starting today so thank you so much for being our inspiration today
3: you're welcome thank you for inviting me
0: thank you joyce guys that is all the time we have thank you so much for being with us this afternoon so we're just gonna have a recess of about one minute as we transition to the online networking so just get ready ready with your cameras and your microphones we're gonna exchange contact details thank you once again joyce we hope to see you thank soon you. <laughs> and i'm going to turn over now the floor to juan and jason for the online networking guys
1: sure yep so uh here at this time kind of be prepared if you can turn your camera on and your mics uh i'll go down the list and kind of give everyone opportunity to speak um uh, kind of share what uh connection would help you if you're looking for like houses or wholesaling or something like that kind of let ev- everyone know what you uh would find helpful and try to make those connections that can help you grow so um uh, I kind of introduced myself earlier, but I do kind of help at Real Estate IQ with analytics and numbers for the webinars. Uh, I also kind of can help people with their technology questions and uh, any sort of website or you're just confused about something. I'm open just to kind of knowledge share and kind of help you get moving. Uh, so Juan, do you want yeah, to go? Uh-
4: Uh, so, so last week, uh, I did the, uh, the network is equal to your net wealth, uh, not, not just your net worth, but your net wealth. And, and today's presentation was, was really spoke to that. Um, you know, my network, my network doesn't include, um, being named, uh, king of anything by the Chinese government or anything like that. And I don't, and I'm not an ambassador for UNICEF, but. What 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 Joyce shared today was really, really important and, and it goes to and it goes to the to, to the networking part. So I'm glad you guys, uh, those of you who were staying, uh, stayed. Like I said, I, I, I work I'm am a real estate investor. I'm also I'm I'm a teacher. But I'm also a real estate investor, and I'm also a a life strategist. I people use the word life coach, but but I like the word strategist because what I like to do is work with with entrepreneurs on on strategies that can help them maximize their potential. So you know, if if I can be of uh, of service, definitely uh, I put my my LinkedIn account in in the in the chat. Uh, make sure you can you know you can connect with me that way. Um, I, I don't know if, um, I also, you can uh, connect with me through Real Estate IQ, but uh, I'd love to 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 be a part, you know, in, in, to hear from you guys in any way, shape or form, and you can ask uh, questions uh, during this network. I'd love to, for you guys to introduce yourselves and, and join us.
1: Very good. So, yeah, I guess the first name on the list is J.R. Keisner. If you'd like to introduce yourself and say hello or not, we can. Pass.
5: Um, JR is also in rush hour time. He, okay, he's in rush hour. So, uh, Joe yes.
1: Hinton, if you'd like to speak or share your information. Okay, uh, we'll move on. Uh, I apologize. I'm pretty terrible Julio. with names. Julio. Yeah, I was gonna Julio. say Julio, but I didn't. Mentalis. Yep.
0: Looks like Julio has got a cute baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, Julio. You yes, we can hear you. Hi. Hi. Yeah,
5: I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm actually working on my my property and the, right now my wife just got home from the grocery store so I'm helping out but, uh, but uh, well, well, yeah I'm a um, newbie as you can see it say uh, first uh, first property it's a, it's a living flip really uh, that we've been doing and uh, from here I just want to um, really interested in the Investing in Costa Rica, actually, because my wife is from Costa Rica, so that's where I, w- I want to go and uh, spend my business over there, probably in Airbnb stuff.
2: That's me.
1: Cool, nice you. to meet you. Uh, next person. Uh, I kinda, I've i got messed up on my list now. Uh,
5: it's uh, Luis Ramos. Lewis? Hi, my name is Luis Ramos. Uh, I'm a real estate investor here in Beaumont, Texas. I'm standing in front of uh, one of my recent rehabs. Um, I bought it back in November for $130,000. I put up on around 40,000 repairs and I'll be listing it next week for hopefully 280,000. I'm always looking for private lenders uh, or somebody I could do joint ventures with out here in Beaumont, Texas. And you can see here. This is the property. It's taken us about a total of two months to renovate, and um, we are absolutely in love with this place. And we've done we've done several flips already in Bologna. So I'm always Wait, looking is, for
4: going okay. um, venture
5: partners.
4: Can okay, Can you repeat that? You You what now about flips? Excuse me. You 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 said something about flips. I didn't catch that comment.
5: Oh, we've done uh, several flips already here in Beaumont. Oh, okay. You've done so, several okay. flips. All right. And so I'm look, always looking for joint ventures as well as wholesalers.
4: Thank do you, do, do you do, uh, Luis, do you belong to uh, any local RIAs or anything?
5: Yes, we're part of the local RIA here in Beaumont, Texas. Uh, it's posted every, every month by Michael Valdez and we always have uh, our meetings. All right. Awesome. All right. And uh, I'll leave my uh, my email address so that anybody
1: can contact me. Okay. Cool. So next up, uh, Michael. Michael Canu.
2: Um
1: M- Mr. B, <laughs> if you want to speak up, uh, feel free to. Timothy, Deprito, Preto. I'm sorry. <laughs> So yeah, I think uh, that's everyone on the list. So if anyone just wants to speak about a topic or ask someone questions, uh, we have time.
4: Uh, m- Mr. B, I appreciate that the, you your, your, your stated not today, uh, LOL, but next time, and that's great. Um, I, I, I wanna I, two 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 things. Um, I, I wanna I wanna invite uh, you all to um to to to, to risk and I, and I know sometimes we can't uh as, as we know s- folks are in in traffic um i have a two-year-old who i muted every time i could hear him in the other room uh throwing a tantrum or, or screaming um so 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 we understand uh but i want to i want to make i want to challenge everybody to 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 take the opportunity to to network um give yourself permission to belong uh, in every in every in every scenario in every place, uh, whether it's with a seller, whether it's in your network, whether it's in a, a room full of millionaires or billionaires, you know, give yourself permission to to belong in that room. Uh, know that you have a place at the table. Uh, and so, uh, speaking of a place at the table, um, one of the one of the I think one of the ways that that uh, has helped me a lot, uh, Arthur mentioned this at the beginning, is the Real Estate IQ Success Habits Book Club. We meet on Wednesdays at five to six. Uh, you, can, you can check us out. Uh, right now we're reading um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. We read books that really help entrepreneurs grow as entrepreneurs. And one of the beauties of this is that uh, as you read, even if you don't read the book, the sharing that goes on in the book by the panelists uh, really does take those lessons from each of those books and applies them to not only real estate, but, but just as, as an entrepreneur. So I highly recommend that. And if you guys haven't heard, um, I believe we put it in the in the in the in the chat. Um, We have a major event happening this weekend. Reset IQ has a major event happening this weekend, the Synergy Conference. Uh, If you go and look at the speakers, the topics, uh, you cannot go wrong with it. Um, It's from, I believe, from 10 to 6. Um, And so I want to make sure that you guys have the opportunity to, to check that out. Uh, I believe is, are you loading that up Arthur? Yes. There it Okay. Is. Yes, there it is. January 20th from 10 to six. Um, like I said, it's going to be uh, amazing. Um, you it, it, like it show up, check it out. See what you think. Um, there's, yeah, and you'll like, get a, you're a chance
1: think? to connect with the speakers too. There's opportunity exactly. to ask questions and kind of, I mean, again, it's kind of networking, but uh, you can get but some of the veterans. and
4: Right. But the topics that are there are going to, are, are going to really help, uh, your business uh grow in one way shape form, and if nothing else being able to make a connection with some of the speakers is going to be really amazing so highly recommend it i uh, hope you guys show up
1: all right and to speak to some of juan's motivation i'm kind of an introvert and i really have to force myself to do these so it's kind of a training i'm not the greatest at speaking uh but i mean practice makes perfect so um just kind of have to do it and don't worry about it. People don't are, don't judge me too hard. I hope. Yeah. We're,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we don't have. We don't. We don't. We don't judge people here. This, this yeah. is a place where we're. really. It's really. We. are all learning from each other. Uh, I'll use real quickly. Arthur, uh, Mr. B asked if we could uh, share the information about the book club. So if you could put that in, that'd be great.
2: All right. Re- uh, already shared it with him.
4: Okay. Great. Thank you. Um, so so. One of the things that uh, Michael Jephtis is, is one of the panelists on the book club. He's called the closer. Uh, this guy can close a deal um, sitting in, 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 on his lawnmower, talking to somebody in another state. And and he's really that good. And one of the things that he shared with, with the book club a uh, few, few sessions back is he said that he helped uh, a first time investor close the deal and, 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 and do something really kind. And when he closed the deal, he asked the, the first time investor, what do you think we could have done better? And the investor looked at him as like, wait, what? You're asking me, why, why would you ask me? I don't, I don't know anything. And he says, well, you knew enough to call me, one. But two, you what? how you see things is just as important how I see things. And you may hear or see things that I might've missed. And so, you know, that, that, you know, so, so in, in, in that, I just want to remind folks that what you have to say, your story is just as important as anybody else on, on this, in this, in this group. So I appreciate you guys being here. So, um, look forward to, to hopefully you guys show up on, on, on Saturday, check it out, look at the agenda, look at the, look at the, the information. And hopefully we see you. And again, next Wednesday, we'll be at the book club five to six.
0: Thank you so much, Juan. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Eliza. Thank you all for being with us this afternoon. Always remember that Real Estate IQ believes that your success is our success. And the only way to move forward is to make sure that everybody is you know, successful in this endeavor we called real estate investing so thank you so much for spending your time with us today and we look forward to seeing you next week for another episode of real estate investing hot trends thank you and enjoy the rest of the evening bye-bye everybody good evening
2: Everyone. everyone thank you for coming